0: be recording this to the cloud our uh, our zoom cloud and then it takes a little bit zoom has been so overwhelmed uh matter of fact we we paid back on uh when was it monday i think it was to upgrade our our platform our subscription to 500 so it would allow our, all of our pastors all 300 and whatever almost 400 credential ministers if they wanted to to join in at any time with a meeting and it still hasn't upgraded we've got two support uh Calls into Zoom, and we still have yet to hear back from uh, from them. And so, yeah, Clint, buy stock in Zoom. Yeah, I was, I was, I saw, literally saw a report uh, right as the this stuff started kind of rolling out that uh, their stock skyrocketed. Uh, and so, uh, I I should have right then when I saw it, jumped on it then. But you know, anyway. But today, uh, guys, I'm I'm excited to have you with us, and uh, we'll we'll have some others probably joining in along the way, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, to have others uh, just kind of pop in, listen in. We're recording this for others down the down the road later today or tomorrow, whenever, to be able to come back and listen and, and kind of glean from each other. A lot of us are learning on the fly, and uh, we're having to figure this thing out as we go. And so, man, I, you know, in the, in the council of the multitude is wisdom, and that's why we want to come together and, and just learn from each other during this thing. And uh, just to kind of get started, I, I just, you know, I know it's, it's hard for a lot of pastors that are, that are so used to that traditional, let's meet together. And, uh, and as an extrovert, I love that time of getting to hang out with people and man, hug their neck, high five them, and just be with people all in the same room. The more people, the more energy, the more it just charges me up. And so, uh, I was, I was with, uh, Pastor LeVon and them, I uh, think it was Wednesday morning, we were doing their staff prayer time and uh, just was having a time of worship. And I was sitting over there just doing some reflection and reading. And I go to the Psalms a lot during just various emotional times or hard times, because there's just such great things that you can read there. And you, you when you see the Psalmist gets where you are at sometimes, uh, I just, I love it. And so I was reading Psalm 121, which a lot of us all know already and it's just where the psalmist is crying out you know hey i I lift my eyes up to the hills because where does my help come from my help comes from the lord and so in the times of stress like this and struggle we have to remind ourselves to maybe change our posture to change our focus take our eyes off the problem lift them to the hills lift them to where our help truly comes from and 121 walks through that and pastor Lebon was just sharing that morning he felt like maybe this was a season that that god's kind of allowing us to walk through some desert moments to kind of separate us and, and maybe help refocus some things in our life. And I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, but as I was reading uh, 121, of course, you come to the end of 121 where you're just seeing God's promises of faithfulness to be there to take care of you. Then you go right into 122. And that's just kind of when I had an aha moment that I think we are in a 121 season. But man, there's a 122 verse 1 season coming. Where we're all going to say, and I was glad when they said unto me, let's go back to the church house and just hang out together and love each other again. And I think we're going to have a whole new appreciation for that opportunity to come back together uh, when this is done. Now that ball has had to stop, all the travel stuff's had to stop, all of the, uh, just the extracurricular activities and we are all kind of been hunkered down in our homes. So I think a a Psalm 122 season is right around the corner. I know Pastor LeVon is already planning a big homecoming celebration for whenever that Sunday's going to be. We're going to have homecoming Sunday, and I think it's going to be fun. So, But in the meantime, in the 121 season, as we're looking to the Lord for help, we're going to be looking to each other for help during this time. And so uh, I've asked Pastor Brian Nugent to kind of help me moderate this conversation, and I've tagged some of you guys as well to come in and and just share some of your thoughts on what you're doing. Uh, I know Pastor Brian has seen things done. Uh, pretty differently he's a, a former district youth director in Kentucky and uh, we honor that and appreciate that and then now having been at Generations Church they've been doing an online church for quite a while and he's got a very creative team around him uh, Josh who's with us is youth pastor uh, Josh core that is we have a couple Josh's here Josh Core is youth pastor and uh, and then uh, uh, Bo Walker his kids pastor Bo uh, has been doing some things he and I did a, a Facebook live the other day and just shared a couple thoughts and, and so he's got a creative team around him uh, pastor Levon's uh, creative team uh, is has been led by Jake for a while. So Jake is the youth pastor with Evangel, and and so Jake's learning to do some things creatively, and we're all being stretched. Clint uh, shared some thoughts yesterday; it was really good about how they were doing things uh, at their church, and so uh, so thank you guys for being here, and uh, and for any other pastor that uh, is able to watch this later. We just want you to know that we're here for you. We're all in this together. We're going to learn together. We're going to be stretched together. Uh, and the church will never be the same after this. I think we can all agree on that. Our world honestly, will never be the same after this. We're going to look at things totally different. There will be a new norm, just like we've uh, have had have coming out of hurricane Michael, just like we experienced having come out of a, a lawsuit in the cell of our campgrounds, like in all of our lives in different seasons, there's like a new norm and uh, man, it's, it's just crazy. Um, how, but how it's crazy how God will use all these moments to, uh, to redefine us, refocus us, stretch us, make us better, stronger, uh, and more vibrant leaders. Uh, and so I kind of want to get on to the end of this. And so pastor Brian, I, I appreciate you. I know you're on vacation, but your willingness to be here, uh, and hang out with this man is a big deal. So, uh, if you would just kind of open up, share a few thoughts that you have just off top of your head in this season that you, that you guys have been processing as a team. And then we'll start kind of filling some questions to talk about some of the, maybe even some technical aspects of things that we can help people out with.
1: Sure. Well, uh, nobody's a pro with this. Everybody's trying to figure it out. I mean, I, I passed it through nine 11, um, you know, the financial meltdown of 2009. Uh, of course I moved to Florida. I had no idea you learned to pastor through hurricanes and all of that. So, but, but this is different. This is different in its magnitude. This is different in its length. And, uh, so there's no pros here. I think collaboration and support and encouragement are going to be very important. I think everyone is going to find kind of niches uh, that are cre- that are unique to each each place uh of ministry. So in our in our team meetings, you know, like we're we're respecting, you know, the 10 person group for the next two weeks and try to come up with something that works and then we'll see. In two weeks or you know 10 more days we'll see what the new norm is either they go to 50 which would be a huge psychological blessing or they go quarantine you know we're, we're all at home so there's no pros here everybody's kind of scratching their head figuring it out but I think uh, support encouragement communication collaboration within your teams but also collaborating with others uh, there are no selfish ideas at this at this moment so we're all about you know we're all about team and uh sharing and trying to you know like everybody's telling what we can't do at this moment but let's let's show what we can do let's lead the way to for other people uh you know that you know i don't know the size or the uh the resources of every church on the call or the watch this video or, you know, or, or, or whatever, but uh, there are people that are, are hearing what you can't do, then let's lead the way forward. Let's go, you know what, Here, here are a few creative ideas. Take it, tweak it in your own way. So, I just think in this moment, especially maybe for churches that you know, may not have as many resources, I think collaboration and communication and encouragement to them and leading the way, leading the way and is important in this moment. So that's what I've told our team yesterday, we're going to do what we can. And then we're going to share what we can and we're going to reach out and and help, uh, help other churches and kind of lead the way and they can contextualize whatever they want to. But I, I don't think it's, it is not the moment to wave the white flag even until the, the two weeks is over with. We've got to figure out what ministry looks like now, uh, communicating to our people and engaging our people as well. So that's just, just some uh, just some opening thoughts that I've just kind of shared with our team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate those thoughts. And Pastor Josh Garner, I want to come to you in just a minute to kind of hear what you're sharing with your team and, and some thoughts there. But uh, I tell you what I love about the season that we're in right now is that we're seeing our pastors honestly uh, reach out and connect and communicate with the, their community, uh, especially their piece or, uh, their people uh, in ways they've they've never done before. And, and, and I think they're they're killing this thing. I think they're doing a great job. They they're frustrated thinking I don't know what I'm doing, so all I know how to do is reach out to my people. Yeah you're doing it then. That's that's what we're supposed to do and to help provide some comfort in this time. And so, I, you know, I know it's a hard time. I know, listen, I've already seen in some Facebook groups today, kids pastors getting laid off at their churches already because of the, the just the financial burden that the church is already sensing and feeling and things to come. Uh, and so, I, man, I pray for those. Uh, and so I, I get it. That it's a hard time. But at the same time, it's really causing us, man, to uh, to really pastor and minister uh, in a new creative way. And as Leonard Sweet said in a, in a video I watched of him the other night, this is, this is the new pulpit that he's been talking about for years. Uh, and so it was really, really neat to hear some of his thoughts. So, Pastor uh, Josh, Josh Dawson. Dawson, uh, we'd love to just let you just speak to us for a moment. and Just what are you telling your team? How's your church
2: processing through this? Sure. So we're just trying to keep everybody on the same page, keep everybody upbeat, kind of like Pastor Brian was saying. Uh, Some of the things that we're doing specifically as far as communicating with our team is the need to uh, get small, you know, and, and think small. And that's not something that's foreign to us. It's just something that now we're putting a greater emphasis on. Uh, we're doing like everybody else we're trying to do live stream but in the meantime we're trying to make sure that we're connecting throughout the week so all of our staff pastors are assigned different families right now that they're to be in contact with uh, that assignment rotates each week so who my children's pastor had this week I may have next week this st- the student pastor may have the next week and we're rotating through those so they're getting contacted and we're making sure that we're covering everyone including our newer families uh, another thing that we're doing is not only are we live streaming our Sunday service, but our Roll Ranger director, our Impact, or Girls Ministry director, they're putting out Wednesday night devotions in groups as well. Our children's pastor is doing his series live stream for his for the kids as well. And so we're archiving all that so that families can do that at a time that's convenient for them during the week. So we're just making sure that we're kind of covering all the bases, not just Sunday service Um in addition to that, we've seen some other ideas. You know, I guess everybody has, but um, I know a couple of our pastors here in Georgia are doing the whole drive-in church thing, where uh, the cars are coming and your families are coming, and they're um, they're sitting in the parking lot and using radio broadcasts to be able to transmit to their families. So that's kind of a cool idea. Uh, one thing that we're really encouraging that I think maybe might slip through the cracks for people is like immediate families and extended families get together and host watch parties in your home so that when we do stream our service on Sunday, then when we have our response time, you've got clusters of people praying with one another. Uh, there, All of our staff pastors will be on campus uh, during our stream to make sure that we're interacting, praying. Uh, meeting the needs of our congregation. So we're just keeping everybody upbeat and uh, making them realize that, you know, this doesn't have to be a burden. Uh, We're going to compare it Sunday in our sermon to the church in acts when persecution came and they spread to Antioch and they went outside of the synagogue and how that led to the multiplication and growth of the church. And so we're going to talk about how getting small can actually be a benefit for us during this time. Wow. Great
0: thoughts, pastor. Thank you for, for sharing that. I kind of shared the same thing. I was, uh, I was invited to travel to Panama City uh, and to do a youth service via their live stream for their youth, and uh, and I hit a little bit on that. That when the church uh, began the persecution and they spread out, man it it only it only spread. And I, I think I, and we're already hearing testimonies, and I love that uh, pastors that were very hesitant to walk into this season uh and, and even though all they have maybe is a cell phone just doing something like this uh or sitting with their wife and just kind of challenging and talking about things they've already had people from from their community that would have never darkened the door of their church responding to those messages and so we're we're already seeing the gospel is is uh, is advancing the kingdom is advancing and uh, man that's exciting and uh, and i love that uh, it's neat to hear that you're, you're bringing your staff kind of in to keeping them engaged during those times that's really cool and I love the rotating care groups idea. I see we have several other pastors that have that have joined in, and a few phone numbers that are down there. Thank you, pastors, for for joining us and being there um, uh, and being here. And so uh, this is being recorded. Let me just pause for a moment and kind of update everybody. We are recording this as well. Once it processes through Zoom system, because I record it to their cloud in case my hard drive were to not hold uh, the video. It will get published again, so you can go back. Pastor Brian Nugent opened up with us. He's the one kind of helping me host this group today. Um, and so he opened up with some great thoughts as well. I want you to go back and hear those. And uh, and then Pastor Josh Garner, former West Florida pastor, now up in Toccoa in Georgia, uh, beautiful country of Toccoa, Georgia, uh, just shared some great thoughts. And I love uh, how they're using their staff and assigning multiple families to each staff member for kind of those care moments, for the personal touch, to reach out and call them. And then each week, those care groups rotate. So, the, the families that Pastor Josh has this week, he's going to have all new families next week uh, that he'll reach out and care to. And their kids' pastor may get the ones that he had. So, hey, that's a great idea. I love that. Uh, years ago, we had uh, Dr. John Bosman come in, Pastor Lavon did, uh, and he talked about kind of these care groups. And he's been sharing some Facebook lives himself, and he's got a book on how to do this shepherding kind of movement thing. And so, Ideas for a church to consider doing, uh, and to provide that personal, ongoing care, that personal touch via a telephone call. Let's don't overthink the thing that everything has to be in a live stream and Zoom. Let's let's not forget just picking up the phone, calling a family and chatting with them for a moment, praying with them over the phone. Uh, man, we believe God can heal over that phone call just as much as if you were to be able to lay hands on that person in uh, in in person in life.
1: Uh, right, and so, you know, can I just say something too, yeah. like we just. I told all of our guys uh, Thursday that uh, the phone call is the new medium right now. Uh, text and email are, are are good secondary when you have face to face conversation. Now we're pushing to phone calls. People need to hear, so we're we're rotating. You know, just like coming up with lists every day. I think the reassurance of a phone call, especially if you're a senior adult is important. So when you said call, I'm all over that. I mean, text and other things that that's fine. Everybody's gotta make a decision on their medium, but those things to me work well when you're meeting together and seeing people face-to-face. Now the new medium for us at our church is gonna be the phone call and the personal connection. And I called my list the other day, and there were some very appreciative people just being reassured that their church was reaching out to them. And I'm, I know text and those things are, are, are good too, but I just think in this moment, the phone call is the new face-to-face and uh, we're, we're doing all of our social media stuff as well, but we are following up with, uh, with personal phone calls. Everybody's got a list of call every day and we'll, we're slowly working through our congregation, but I think that personal reassurance and connection point of the church is really important at, the, at this moment.
0: That's, that's so good. Um, some are saying, well, at least Pastor Scotty, I'm trying to respond back to you real quick, uh, maybe log out and log back in if you're having a, an issue with uh, hearing someone. Uh, sometimes it just there's a glitch in the system. Uh, and maybe if you're not hearing everybody, you may want to just jump out real quick, jump back in the call uh, and kind of pick up. That might help reset an audio setting or something like that. So, um, so again, thank you, everybody, for, for chiming in. Uh, as we kind of process through this, we do have the chat window going if, you've, if you're unfamiliar with Zoom. If you're on a desktop version, it's down at the bottom. If you're on a mobile phone, you may have to swipe all the way over until you get to where uh, a chat feature would be uh, to, to, to chime in and maybe post a question. If you would like to do that, um, then, then feel free to do that. And uh, there's even a, a raise hand feature if you'd like to just say, hey, I got a question or something like that, do that jump on with us. So at, before we kind of get going any further uh, with some of the other pastors and leaders that are that are online, uh, are there any any questions or any things you would like to for sure hear us address? Or are you saying something? I see Pastor Doug Savino, Pastor Adam White, uh, Scotty, like I said, I think he's jumped off coming back. Dallas Pettis is on, Pastor LeVon. We, we'd love to hear uh, uh, maybe what you're telling your team if there's something that, that you can add to this conversation as we get ready to move forward and talking about what are some of us doing now on the daily thing when it comes to some of the tech side of things as well. If you'll unmute your, your phone, if you want to chime in, and that'll, that'll help out real quick. I see Pastor Scotty back. Can you hear us now, my friend? I hope so. All right. Seeing no, no questions or added comments. Clinton Nelson, I want to come to you here in just a second. And uh, I want you, you just shared a little bit yesterday of kind of the process that you guys are doing uh, with your students. And maybe if you could speak on behalf of your church, even what, um, what are you, what's your church looking at doing? And I, I posed the question in the chat that I wanted some to address. Uh, are you actually doing a live service? Or are you pre-recording it and then uploading it? I'm kind of seeing both uh, both happen in different contexts. So maybe why you're doing it one way over the other. Uh, and maybe just kind of walk us through a little bit of what that looks like. And so, Clint, I know you guys did some pre-recording the other night. And uh, when you wake up, you can <laughs> just get that big yawn. You're gonna, we're all going to be on in a minute. Uh, Clint, just share with us briefly kind of what your setup is and what, what life point, uh, what, what role they're they're playing in this.
3: Sure, we've been we were on the toilet paper hunt this morning, so we got up early and we found some. All right, so there you go. Um, No, we uh, in we're doing the same way for Sunday morning for kids' church for youth ministry and for um, Sunday morning. It's all we pre-recorded everything. So, um, yesterday we we set in the service. uh, Pastor preached from the stage. We set up behind him. So um, that was kind of one thing that we did where we had people on stage taking notes. A couple of us were on computers. So that way when people are watching it back, it feels like it is live. Um, we're doing the same thing that pastor Josh said. All of our staff has to be at the church. All pastoral staff has to be at the church. Um, so one thing we are doing two services. We decided to still do that um, to keep people on their routine So like to, you know, we're ministering to specific age groups by doing service at the same time. Um, And then we asked all of our dream team. So we have our dream team people are all the people that serve. We asked all of our people that are serving to attend the service that they would serve at. So like, hey, if you serve at the 830 service, please watch the 830 service, interact. And then we also have like our prayer team we have a prayer team on standby. We've created a script for them. So, um, you know, we're trying to be interactive in the service. So like, Hey, if you want to give your life to the Lord right now, would you throw a hand emoji up? And we have prayer people that are watching. So we'll have, we have someone that's coordinating that. And a great example would be like, Hey, if you are on this zoom right now, would you throw a one in the chat? Mm -hmm. You know, and then basically it would be like, Whoever threw, there we go. Carol Holmes is going to contact Jake. Uh, Craig Hicks is going to contact Josh, Etc. You know, and so we have a script that we're working through to pray with people on the phone. We also use Clearstream for our text messaging, um, and we created a digital guest card. So um, that links right to Planning Center, so it gets everybody right into the system. Um, everything that you guys have said, I mean, we're, we're doing so. Um, yeah, Clearstream is what we're using. And then the same thing Pastor Josh said, we printed out um, all of the names of everyone in our system. So this is, I mean, thousands of names, guys. Like, I want to say almost 10,000 names were printed out of people that have one point been in our church. And same thing, it was broken up between pastoral staff. We're calling them all. So that's really it. I mean, we the thing, I guess, like my big takeaway is: don't try to be somebody or not. Um, don't, don't shoot for, don't shoot for more than what you can do. Just be you. Like people miss you, and so if you're, you know, they want to be connected to their church. So, um, you know, that's that's really it. And don't play the comparison game. Like we're we're doing, we're all in this thing together. And so, but yeah, ClearStream integrates right with planning. Thanks. I don't know if I'm answering directly what you're asking, Pastor Craig. I apologize.
0: No, no, that's, that's good. So, so let me ask you real quick, just on that and, and, and would love to hear from some of the others, maybe what this looks like for you. So it's interesting because I've seen the discussion in other groups. If you do multiple services, are you doing multiple live streams? Or do you just go to the one just say, Hey, since we're doing this virtually there, we're not, we're not, you know, strapped to the size of our sanctuary. Um, you know, what, what was your mindset, Pastor Clint? And then, you know, Pastor Brian, I think you guys did or do two services or any other thoughts on this. Should you do two different live streams or should you just go, Hey, now we're all in this together and let's do the, do the one. Um,
3: for us, because I run an e-commerce business, I understand how the, how Facebook works a little bit with, you know, content and commenting. And so, we decided to still do two services. So that way, if we know that we have our dream team, people commenting, it's boosting our post. Okay. And so we have people that like, let's say that um, Josh comments. Um, I'm replying. Then Jake comments and Janelle's replying. Then we have people that are just replying to boost our comments. So, you know, we may have a hundred people watch it and they may all comment three times, but we also have three people that are just there to reply back which is going to give us over a thousand comments, which boosts all of our stuff. So that was our, that was kind of twofold. I used to work for the news, a newspaper company. And if someone didn't get their newspaper at 5.00 AM, you messed their routine up and it ruined their day. So we were trying to do both things. How are we boosting our information? How are we serving our church by staying at the same times? That was our, our mindset
1: on that. We, we're uh, attacking a little bit different, just uh, like we're, like our uh, Pastor Bo has pre-recorded Children's Church. And so we're streaming that at nine. So it's kind of like the Sunday school hour, bring your family in, it's very interactive. Uh, so we'll post that at nine and then we're going with our regular stream at 10 o'clock. And we've done some of the things we've got. We've had to redo kind of our comment section, our, our, our uh, giving card, I mean, our information card. Uh, we even took our bulletin and made a digital bulletin as well. So we created the bulletin, now it's just digital. So at the very beginning of the service, man, they can grab their bulletin when they when they come in. And um, so we're trying to, you know, we had to redo some of our graphics because some of our graphics are dependent on a live audience. So we've gone back and we're still tweaking that today, just trying to make that online experience as, as good as possible. We're having the comments, you know, uh, our our, our opening is a little different tomorrow or Sunday because of uh, we've got to give some more online information since we're totally dependent uh, on online. But I just want to say too, like I've gotten calls from pastors this week who are just panicked about they've never been online or whatever. And I just, I just want to say, you know what? Uh, It's not about perfection this weekend. It's just about getting on there and sharing your heart, connecting with your people we, we can tweak things later that will, that will come, you know, but you know, like if you're trying to compare to people that, that have streamed all the time, don't, don't do that. You know, I got a call yesterday from a guy who a pastor who is at the uh, phone store trying to buy a phone, get ready for Sunday. And uh, so I'm just coaching them through that. So I just want to say if you're technologically minded at all, maybe, and I don't know where everyone is from, but maybe in your section, man you can just post somewhere hey if you need a a question you know answered if we can help you some people are not sure of the uploads and how to how they got the camera you know that kind of thing let's let's reach out to those that are in new territory and just get them through sunday and if you're one of those you've never done it it's okay man just get your camera on go facebook live just, just let your people be connected on Sunday. You can figure the lighting out, the audio, you know, all the other stuff. You can figure that out later. Man, let's just get on there Sunday because it's going to be a very unique, unique day for the church on Sunday. But if you have any kind of technological mind, man, reach out to those that you think might be struggling. Offer, offer a hand. We we've fielded calls this week. You know, people not even in our district. Like, hey, I'm panicked. I don't know what to do. So let's uh, we. For those that stream regularly, let's do it well. And for those that it's new, man, just get it going Sunday. We'll figure out the, the other stuff later.
0: I love that, and I, and I appreciate you saying that because absolutely, uh, man, everybody's a little freaked out over this. How do I handle it? I've never done tech. And so um, let me just say this. For those of you that are tech-minded, please listen. To what I'm so thankful I see you, Pastor Brian. Posting in there all the time. Hey pastors, if I can help you, please reach out. Uh, because I know for me, I, I'm but one person. So Pastor Tommy throws my name out to everybody and I'm getting all these texts and I'm I'm responding. i you know, doing uh I feel like a new IT guy is what my new calling is now. Is. And so for those of you that are tech minded, please help me. And so uh call those churches in your section and just reach out to them. Uh youth pastors call youth pastors, kids pastor call kids pastors, and just see what you can do to kind of help each other out a little bit. That would be, uh, man, that would be great if you could uh, do that, and let's help everybody uh, do this more effectively. Uh, and there's some great, great thoughts that she said there, and I don't want us to get caught up in the comparison game. Uh, it can be as simple as a, as a phone doing something. Uh, I'm sitting here on my laptop. I can share some services. Several have asked about the StreamYard service that I've used. Um, I shared a link in, a, in, I think, in both Facebook groups yesterday a little how-to YouTube video on that if you want to look into that. Uh, But, you know, we're all learning how to do this creatively and differently. Um, uh, Before we kind of move on to some of the other tech stuff, Josh Garner, I I love what you said. You're doing a virtual foyer. Uh, I want to come to you. Hang on. Hang on. I want to come to you for that. But Pastor Brian Nugent, real quick, I I remember the thought that I had a second ago. You said we're adding a a digital bulletin. For those of us that are not tech-minded, when you said, what does that mean uh, in your in your context.
1: Okay. So we just take our normally we just do a one page bulletin front and back you know it's got fill in the blank notes and and that kind of thing we just condensed it down to one what would people need to know in the bulletin like for this week we tried to keep it as normal I mean normally we do you know it's a lot of events we don't really have that but it's a lot of the online kind of stuff as well and uh, just for some normality hey you got your bulletin click the link and it just pops up. But one way that that is helping us as well is we always kind of post our giving as a graphic and our missions giving as a graphic. And without me having to go, Oh Lord, help the church. Uh, It's just a subtle reminder of giving because people will see and look, we all need to assume Uh, that there's going to be some kind of financial downturn, at least for a period of time. We've already frozen all spending. And if you haven't thought about, you know, ultimate long-term financial planning for your church, there are things that we just had to put on hold. Our vision doesn't change, but the reality of the finances are going to be tough now. And it may be tougher in the future. I don't know, but that it's just a little reminder on that on that bulletin, so we don't have to come back and, you know, uh, say anything. Or, so, it's just a little way for us just to keep things kind of normal. So, when they pop on Facebook in there, and we were edit, doing final edits to it this morning, it's just, it will have the digital bulletin. They just double-click on it, and just, they can get it right there on their on their phones.
0: So, it'll be kind of like a PDF? that's a
1: PDF. We just did a PDF uh, of our of the of the bulletin and instead of printing it we just made it digital and it's not it's not really hard it's not really hard to do and if that's something you want to do we will help you do that if you've got your bulletin you know well you, you may not but if you want to do something like that and you don't know how to do that uh we'll, we'll we will help you
0: good and and Clint's asking are you uploading it first or as a part of your live stream no
1: it's it's first so when people log on and they come on in the morning one of the first things is we'll do Normally, we do some delayed comments for a moderator, maybe a minute or two into the service, but we're front loading everything. So the digital bulletin will be there as soon as they log on, it'll be the first thing they see.
0: That's cool. Uh, in our student ministers group this morning, early this morning, because she's on a different time zone, Kay Farmer did a, a live. She just held her phone video on her, her camera screen, I mean, her laptop screen, and she was walking through. Uh, and so, Carol, you may want to go look at this, or any of our Kidman leaders, but anybody. Uh, Hey, Kay, I see her now. She's even in here. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, I I love that she kind of walked through uh, for the kids ministry. Here's their color sheets. And she preloaded all of that in there so the parents can see in their parent group, uh, the activity sheets, the color sheets. She even found an app that she talked about. So if they don't have a way of printing that out, because I know some people are struggling now to get printer ink, that's starting to become one of the things that we're, we're struggling to get. Uh, there was an app that they could upload the color sheet into and color it on the phone or their their iPad. And so I thought that was a really neat way of, of doing that. So, Kay, thanks for sharing that. And um, if, if I can find a way to get that over into the ministers group, I'll, I'll see about doing that. But that was a great video. So I want to go back to Pastor Josh Garner. He mentioned something a minute ago uh, about a kind of a virtual foyer. And so yeah. talk a little bit about what that looks like.
2: Yeah, so we're going to keep it pretty simple. I hope this doesn't overload us more than it helps us, but what we're going to try to do is we're going to uh, broadcast and, and publicize a Zoom group, just like we're doing now, for all of our church folks that will start about 40 minutes before our live stream. That way everybody can jump on, we can interact, we can talk, we can hang out, we can kind of greet everybody. And of course, it'll be limited for us to the first 100 people, and then we may have to do a secondary, uh, but we run about 250. So if we get 100 folks on there hanging out, talking, chatting, how's your week been, that kind of thing, then that'll give us like some pre-build up to the stream.
0: That's a really neat idea. Hey, it's a great idea. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. I love it. Yep. Well, let's hear a little bit from some of our other pastors that are just kind of doing some things. Um, Jake Allen, I want to come to you here in a second. And uh, I know you guys this week uh, have been stretched. Uh, have your pastor here. And so, I mean, the recordings, we've turned the sanctuary into a recording studio and, and watching these guys just go at it. Uh, that kind of thing. Talk a little bit, Jake, if you will, to help some others think through. Uh, I know you've created a little bit of a calendar to help pre-plan some of these moments uh, to keep some normalcy in your schedule and when things are getting done and, uh, and how they're getting done. Can you just walk through a little bit of what some of the week looks like and kind of maybe some of the pre-recording that you're doing and then how you're getting that out there uh, uh, to everybody?
4: Yeah, perfect. Well, we use the term uh, unprecedented time a lot. But in a time of unprecedented times, um, causes for unprecedented creativity. Yeah. So it allows us to, to be creative and to spark a couple of things. We are very proactive about recording things um, up front. We try to limit our live thing. If we do, like on Sunday morning, we're going to post a live video um, via Facebook premiere, so It's going to come across as a live video. But it's a pre recorded uploaded video. But during the week, we've had to make a schedule of when we were recording, who has what time zone, as far as we're e kids for celebrate recovery, for youth, um, for our evangel host, um, for announcements, anything that the district is wanting to do as well. It allows us to be structured um, so it doesn't kind of overload the, the sanctuary the tech team. It allows us to be on time and punctual with that. We are putting together a TV guide um, that, that we'll give out to our congregation that'll show what time the E-Kids video is posted and where. Same thing with the Sunday morning video, when our youth videos are going to be posted, um, as well as Celebrate Recoveries. And all the other ministries, we're trying to put them on a schedule so that it is consistency. Because right now we lack consistency with um, just everything that's going on and putting things together. So we're, the consistency of the normal people coming the, the the church is hard enough to break so being adamant about having a consistent platform a consistent schedule where people will know that at this time they can go watch these um, videos so um, just to create an atmosphere of diligent diligentness when we're going to something to find hey this is where i can go to look at this video and be encouraged at this particular time so it sets up that consistency we're looking for
0: cool so can you, real quick, Jake, if you will address, you said something a minute ago, and and again, I, I want to try and keep this so that everybody understands some of the terms that we use, and uh, honestly, even for me, and I Facebook daily all the time, but it's just recently that I've learned of the term premiere. so Facebook premiere, mm-hmm. Can you just tell us a little bit about what that means, kind of that process, and what it allows uh, others to do if they want to look at doing something like this?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Facebook Premiere allows you to upload a, a pre recorded post producted video. So it's a video that you can post produce, do all the editing up front, and then you can actually schedule it to premiere as a live video. Um, and there's step by step that we can walk through if you have any questions with that. You can contact um, me or anyone on the Eventual Tech team. Uh, we can more, more, than well, uh, more than willing to help you with that. But it allows for live interaction to come through with the video so people can be responding. Uh, asking questions while the live video is going forward. You can schedule it to run at a particular time. Um, you can post it at a particular time, and it allows for um, consistent and constant interaction that goes along with the live feeling that you're going for on a Sunday morning.
0: That's, that's so cool. Hey, if you would, Jay throw over in the chat, what's your tech address? So if anybody wants to reach out to you, uh, and if you want to share a cell phone, totally at view, but maybe an email or something if they want to connect with you, uh, if they have questions about that, that'll be great. I know Kay addressed in the video that she did this morning, she had just discovered a watch party, uh, which can be done as well. So if people are watching your Facebook stream, uh, Facebook live, they can do a watch party and kind of have some interaction together and stuff there. So there's some neat features that people are learning. that are already built into some of these platforms. Uh, this creating some of uh, the engagement that's going to help move forward. Uh, so I want to go to Josh Core here, and, and I want to ask Josh a little bit about. Uh, so, Josh, when you're doing um, your online service, say, with your students, what are some things that maybe you're doing during that, that stream that's keeping them engaged? I know a minute ago Clint referenced we're asking them to throw a hand emoji up for, for something like that. Uh, are there some other things that you're doing? I've seen some neat ideas that some have thrown out different groups of we're asking our kids to do a maybe a quick scavenger hunt, or we're going to do a giveaway in the live stream. Just something like that. Are you guys uh, doing anything like that? And what's, what's keeping your students, you know, engaged with what's happening?
5: Yeah, sure. Um, so what we did this past Wednesday is I went live at 5. Um, I was trying to see, like, what time, because I think, like, time is important with students. So I tried 5 o'clock out. I think we had, like, a good amount of students that came um, and leaders or whatever. But anyways, we went live at 5. That's what we're calling it. And, um, I tried to watch, I may not have done it the best, like the first time I did it, but the second time around, like this Sunday, we're going to go Sunday soap. And then the next Wednesday, um, we're going to do it again with another one of my leaders. But one thing that we've been doing to kind of keep it engaging, and I think is to keep it fun, to keep it lighthearted, to keep it not so serious because, um, like I'm not going to jump on, even if it's someone's famous, like I'm not going to jump on someone's live Instagram video if they're just like just giving me, um, you know, Jesus or whatever. So we had our baby, we have a newborn. So we use that to our advantage. And like, we were, I don't know, just keeping it lighthearted. And I think like throwing joke, like for the first couple of minutes, I think we were just telling jokes and just like trying to like engage them to where it's not just like, Oh, log on, let me do my devotional. But like, it's really like a conversation. It's a way for us to talk about some of our announcements or things like that. Um, I just got off the phone with one of my leaders and we were just literally just texting about like, I don't know, like keeping it so engaging, just like, I don't know. Um, there was this game that I played at camp a couple years ago. And it's where you take um, like an object or you take um, like something, like I'll mention the Smurfs or, or something like that. And you have to preach on it. And like, you have to like, so like on the spot, literally just like preach on Pokemon and like you literally have to preach on it like it's so funny watching people fumble i don't know so as far as like live stream goes i mean like we we're gonna do acoustic worship set this this next wednesday at one of our leaders homes and uh so i'm really excited about that we're gonna use that new carrie Job and elevation song uh, the blessing and like um i've only listened to it like a few times but my leaders are really hyped about it so we're gonna do like an, a live acoustic set um, just like in a living room um, setting. So that's kind of like live stream specific, kind of like what we're doing. Just keep it lighthearted. I've looked on, I was watching like Elevation, the River Valley, and like even a couple of the bigger church victory in Lakeland and seeing what they're doing. And like, just everybody's keeping it lighthearted. Um, just, just being funny, having their dogs and their, their, you know, for Clint, they're not naked kids, but you just having their kids like running around and just like, I don't know, some, sometimes you just kind of like, you, you want to watch some, something that's not so, um, you know, so serious. So that's kind of like live stream specific.
0: Well, I, I think the, the cool thing that's happening that we're seeing, and you, you certainly alluded to it, is people are seeing real life take place in our homes now. Uh, we're, we're just, we're able to be real with each other, you know, far too often when we come to the church, we're, you know, we're wearing our Sunday best, so to speak, and we kind of have this polished feel and look and we, you know, and I'm not saying we totally let our guards down or whatever, we, we have to protect, you know, and Pastor Tommy alluded to it last night in our, our the, the video that we did with the pastors was if you're doing a live stream, think about what's behind you, uh, you know, be careful what shows up in your picture and, and maybe, you know, step that up a little so it looks nice and you just don't have your laundry hanging behind you or whatever. Like, so maybe not quite that real, but we're doing life together. We're in each other's homes. Uh, and, and everything, and, and I love that. And I love that you guys are next week, you're going to go to a leader's home, so stay in under the 10 mandatory kind of thing, but you're you're going to be changing locations. Is that something you're going to do on a regular basis, you think, or? Yeah, we would
5: like to change it up, just so they're not boring. You know, like you're talking about setting up a living room. You know, we we rent. We don't have our own home yet, so like our space is really small in our living room, but yeah, we did try to like clean up and do those things just to make it you know, likeable or whatever, but as far as like jumping to another leader's home. Yeah. Like, so I did the first one. One of our leaders will do the second one and that like, they have a, a better home kind of for that, um, kind of function with the, you know, cause I'm gonna have a cajon, we'll have acoustic guitar, we'll have our singers and we want to make it like a live worship set. Um, right. and in the next week, hopefully there'll be a lift. And if that's the case, then maybe we'll go back to our Sunday service, uh, or our Wednesday night service. But yeah, we do want to change it up. I want like different leaders jumping on and hopping on like that. So there's a different face and it's not just me. You know what I mean? So yeah, we,
0: we do like to change it up. Good. No, I love that. I love it. Thanks for sharing, Josh. I appreciate that. Um, I was just chatting with Pastor LeVon here a second. And, uh, and, and I'd like to hear, and in a moment, we'll kind of come around too, to what platforms different people are finding the most engagement on as well from Facebook to Instagram, uh, YouTube, or Vimeo, things like that. But but ask Pastor LeBon just what, what's been the engagement with his people in the church, um, especially in the older generation. Are they, is, are they getting this? Are they watching? Is it, is it working for them? What's that connection kind of been like? So I just want to let him share
6: a little bit. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. When Craig asked me, I had just got a messenger uh, mail from one of the senior people in our church, and they had seen where someone was doing the drive-in church. And so they had sent me that. But I thought it was so cool that here some of our our senior population is actually yeah. going, Hey, here's something maybe we can think of, or something like that. So, so cool. I think it's really neat that not for just uh for the leaders, yeah, but it's pushing our congregation, you know, to to become more uh out of the box. Yeah. Because these are, you know, I've got some people that are um, you know, this is really a stretch for them, yeah. uh, especially yeah. when you start talking about, you know, not having services and, you know, the Holy Grail of everything. But right. now some of these people are turning around and, and really connecting. So I, I think cool. it's just so cool of how it's stretching the entire body of Christ. You yeah. know, our younger people, yeah. that this is norm for them. They're like so <laughs> pumped about it. Yeah. Uh, but for our seniors, I'm I'm seeing some engagement in there. And I think it's I think it's a great thing. I think we're going to see new cool. dynamics in the body of Christ. I really do. That's
0: cool. I love it. Thanks for sharing. Um, I'd love to just kind of hear from uh, from each of you. So uh, I'll I'll go. I'll call your name out, and if 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 you got something to add into it, great. Just kind of process through this, so we're not all trying to talk on top of each other. But uh, in your context, uh, what? Um, what platform is working best for you? Are you focusing on any one platform or maybe you're doing something there's, there are services like restream.io, uh, that would let you stream to multiple platforms and that kind of thing. But just to kind of want to hear what, uh, what are you doing? And so Josh Cora, I see that hand, uh, if you want to share with us first and we'll uh, real quick during the live stream we will mention xbox or playstation
5: 4 we we'll, instead of like being instagram facebook twitter whatever we'll actually mention like hey what's your gamer tag because teenagers right now at least teenage boys they're playing xbox they're playing and when they're on those services you can have a headset and like it's going to a new level but yeah we will mention like hey what is your gamer tag hey let's play together let's get a bunch so then you can disciple while you're playing xbox you could just be like hey so what's been going on you know Oh yeah. Good kill. Um, so yeah. like how's mom or, you know what I mean? Like you, you, <laughs> think you like, never thought you'd say in church. <laughs> yeah, Great kill, bro. Um, so yeah,
0: so I've been doing that. So just wanted to mention that real quick. No, hey, great, great thought. When I was at Panama city first Wednesday night, that was uh, Roy who's the interim youth pastor there, uh, was saying that with his students, Hey, send us your gamer tags. We're going to be doing some, uh, you know, whether it's Fortnite game groups and just different things like that. So great thought on it. Absolutely. So, so back to you, Josh, real quick, what, what's your number one platform when it comes to your, say your, t- your youth service. And when I come to a senior pastor, you think from the, from, from the, the pastor's pulpit, you know, what, what platform are you using for your Sunday morning kind of thing? But Josh, for your teenagers, what, what's your mainstreaming? Um, Instagram.
5: Instagram, but we started doing like TikTok Thursdays. I know that's not like a stream service, but like everybody's watching TikTok, so we do TikTok. But like, I've had parents I mentioned on Facebook, you know, like, hey, we went live, like, get your students on Instagram kind of thing. And then some parents are like, well, my students aren't allowed to do Instagram, blah, blah, blah. So I think this next time we will do Facebook and Instagram. Just so to reach everyone, I don't want to have to go in Facebook Live because what student does, but for the three or four homeschoolers that mom would not let them, yeah, we'll do that. So Instagram, that is 100% like what we do.
0: I think Josh just offended half the, half the homeschool parents. I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's that's yeah. good. I don't get
6: it. Your, don't put your email up, Josh. <laughs>
0: <That's>, uh, <laughs> email Brian Nugent. At <laughs> He'll get it. No, that, that, that's no, I get it. And listen, here's the reality. And, and you hit on that. But let me just address that real quick. You hit the reality that we do have, especially in our in the middle school and younger or the preteens, parents that aren't, haven't allowed them on the social media yet for protections. And that's, that's you know, it's nothing to laugh at. That's just where they are in their world. And so that's where I think we as student ministry leaders have to make sure that we are connecting with the parent to let them know, hey, if you'll allow them, or, or mom and dad, if you'll pull your phone up and let them watch us at this time on this platform, uh, this is when we're going to be doing our service uh, you know, to kind of help with that. And, and I'll say this, that there are services that allow you to stream to multiple sites, but Instagram uh, has their own deal. If you're going to stream to Instagram, you have to stream through Instagram to them. There's only one other service that I've heard of that supposedly would let you go to their live, but I hear it, it breaks the terms of uh, of their agreement. And uh, so just to, you know, to be above reproach on things, it's probably not what you want to do. So you would have to do that. And then I've seen where uh, others would, uh, they'll have their laptop and then they will have their phone taped to the back of their laptop screen. So they'll have their Instagram happening that way. And, you know, using multiple cameras going to stream. So, so there are free ways of doing this to kind of, you know, if you want to ghetto style it, if you will, you got a tripod with one camera here and a tripod with another camera here and they're going to different services. You, you can do that. Josh, I see your hand. You want to address that real quick? Or was that from an old? Yeah, I think that was from an old thing. Okay, let me. Oh, I see. it. lower hand, got you, got you covered. Uh, Pastor Brian, what's the what's the main platform you guys are are focusing on when it comes to your adults and your Sunday yeah. Sunday crew, so to speak?
1: Of course, it's it's Facebook Live. It's probably going to be the best, but we multi-stream to our YouTube channel as well, so people will be able to watch different ways. But I just say to if you're listening and you don't even know what that means, don't, don't even worry about it. Just get through this Sunday. You know, uh, there, there are other ways that you can make this better later, but like right now, uh, that's the most important thing. And I want to say too, uh, it's not just going to be the live stream tomorrow. It's going to be the recording. I, what we've seen in our analytics is there are certain people that watch live, but we have just as many that watch the recording later. Now tomorrow may be an unusual unusually high kind, kind of thing, but also that you have recorded that. And we always send a link out later and we have as many people, people are working, not everybody's gonna stop tomorrow and do with their get up out of bed or excuse me on Sunday. So just the recording capa- and reminding people that this has been recording, you know, like Facebook Live, it's just gonna stay there. So, you know, maybe, maybe Sunday's gonna be a little bit unusual, but reminding people of the recording and you'll see that thing roll all week so uh you know but so it's facebook live it's youtube multi-stream for us but man just just get it on get through preach god's word love your people connect tomorrow and then then we can clean some stuff up and make it better for the next week
0: gotcha very cool very cool i love it and great great wisdom thank you on that pastor just to kind of keep encouraging these guys that hey just get through today let's worry about this it'll it'll all add them uh pastor clint uh if you would just. Uh, for you guys, what are you guys doing for your youth? And then is, is the Sunday service, is it going somewhere different or maybe just direct to your website? What does that look like?
3: Sorry, man, I am yawning so much. It's not you guys, <laughs> it's me, all right? It's been a week for all of us. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, for Wednesday, we, we um, multi-streamed at Facebook. and to We, we streamed on the Facebook church's p- page, and then we streamed to our YouTube channel. Um, Our teenagers, I did a Zoom with our teenagers. They asked for daily content. So like in reference to what Josh was saying earlier about keeping it light, we're trying to schedule, like we're we're trying to think with the mindset of we're gonna be like Kay who can't even leave her house, right, so that we're trying to find a way that we can shoot a ton of videos in one day and then just have it for however long we're locked up for if that's the case, right? So where we're releasing content. That'll be on Instagram. So um, our adult service is going to Facebook and YouTube, and then our kids' service is going live ten minutes after both of our adult
0: services, also to YouTube and to Facebook. So that's how we're doing it. Cool. Gotcha. Jake Allen, talk to us about what's Evangel doing here.
4: Yeah, um, we are doing mostly pre-recorded services um, on Sunday. Premiered is live. The rest of the ministries are, are going um, same thing, kind of what, what Clint was talking about. Um, Casey Pastor Casey and uh, his team and his his leadership team they do YouTube videos for kids and we will we'll post a link in the live premiered video for Facebook uh, so the, the parents can click on there for their kids with their phone or their iPad or whatever so the kids can be watching their device um, with their their message friendly from from Pastor Casey and then kind of the same time as the parents are doing so kind of an interactive time for the whole family as far as youth we 're doing um like kind of what Pastor Josh was saying. Instagram, um, running through uh, IGTV, a a pre-recorded and post-produced video through there, and then also doubling that on our church Facebook page for the students who don't have social media allowances to be on there to do that. So mainly trying to do um, consolidated as far as like with Facebook and Instagram, those are kind of the two most engaged reach, um, reaches for our congregation, so it fits what we're doing. So allows them to know, hey, on Facebook they'll see it at this time, Instagram they'll see it at this time, and try to keep that consistency. That's gotcha. cool. Very good, Pastor Josh Garner. What's what's it like for you guys?
2: Yeah, so we um, use OBS, which is a free software, and so we're we're going to Facebook and YouTube uh, live, and that's what ours will look like.
0: Cool. Very good, Jason Nays. Glad to have you all the way from over in Perry with your bummed up hand there. Uh,
7: yeah.
0: <laughs> that. So what's what's the social media, uh, what's, what are things looking like for you guys getting into this? I know your pastor's been asking some questions and this would be uh, something if others want to chime in here in a minute, asking when it comes to doing music, uh, what are you guys, how do you handle that with copyright license or if you're streaming to a platform, how are you keeping it from getting shut down and that kind of thing? That's something that I know Jason's pastor has been asking a lot about. But right now, what are you? What are your plans for this weekend, Jason?
8: Um, uh, first, can y'all hear me? This is, like my first Zoom call, so yeah. okay, good. Yesterday, I did a, a, a FaceTime with the youth, and like first two minutes, everyone said we can't hear you, and my my mic is muted. So <laughs> I'm I'm figuring this stuff out. Um, uh, as far as the music goes, I think what we set it on um, is really, if we do any music, it might be some hymns. Um, just um, just because most hymns aren't copyrighted, or if they are, it's just you know everyone sings "Amazing Grace," and so well, those are um,
0: the public domain now. Yeah, me. yeah.
8: So um, I, I don't know. I, a pastor's planning on doing his his uh, messages at, at at his home, and um, so just kind of doing it at home and at eleven o'clock on Sundays. Uh, I'm kind of done the same thing. I, I when I did mine yesterday, I did mine at home um, uh, for the youth. Um, so, uh, that's kind of where, where our thought process is with this. And, and, and again, I'm thinking long-term with us that once this is over, we want to keep going with the online stuff. And so instead of trying to do a live stream from the church, we're doing live streams from our homes. And then when we come back together and do services here, we'll still live stream from home, but we'll might do like recaps or do just a small devotional, something like that, that just kind of, so we're kind of kicking off this thing at home and just keeping it there uh, so that when things kind of get back to whatever normal will be, um, we'll still have the online platforms that we're reaching out to people. Um, Kids church, I my first thought with that, I'm going to do mine tomorrow morning, but I'm going to post some information on face, Facebook for parents to have and go ahead and kind of review so that tomorrow when I do, when I do it, the parents already have the information. They're ready to go to talk with their kids when we're done and really trying to get the parents more engaged, um, for, uh, in kids' church, which is something if every kid's church pastor wants, they want their parents more engaged, um, and really working with their kids, uh, about the Bible. Um, pastors big question, I guess mine for mine guys, uh, for us is, um, how do we stream or how do we connect to people who don't have Facebook? Um, we do it, you know, especially our older people who, you know, out here they might not even have internet. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so what what are y'all doing, or what do y'all recommend for those people who don't have Facebook, or you know, how can we send these videos to them or get them somehow in in some form of contact?
1: I I'll say like we're we're recording on CDs. And if they don't have Facebook, they may have a CD player and we can record the audio part of that. And we're going to be doing some deliveries to senior adults uh, that I'll talk about in a few minutes. But we can include the service. But most of ours are connected. Most of ours are, but there may be a few. And if, if they're not, we can do the, the audio part, pop a CD in there or DVD or whatever and, and, and take it to them. So, you know, there's, there, there's an answer for
8: that. That's good. Great. I like
2: that. Very cool. Yeah. Craig, we're also um, up here. What we're doing is we're finding that uh, typically about 80 to 90% of our congregation does have Facebook. But for those that don't, what we're asking is like bring grandma over to your house for Sunday, sit her down, watch the stream together, have a time of family corporate prayer together at the end in response. And so we're using that small group watch party type setting to encourage that and pull in the folks that don't.
0: Great idea. Thank you for doing that. I love that. Very cool. Uh, and then Carol, I think you had commented in the chat. Uh, Pastor Wayne is that goes straight to y'all's website, right? People can just go direct to the to the website. They don't have to worry about a social media platform per se. Just go straight to the website and stream in there.
7: That's correct. He actually did it with you guys first, and it worked. They the kids can go to. The website they need is if they don't need Facebook, they don't need Instagram, and they watch it live just like if they were watching Facebook. Now, I don't know. I, we do have like a third party. Like it does, we don't do Facebook Live. Pastor Wayne, actually, I do not know the name of that company. I'm sorry. I, and that, that's not my loop. I mean, he did say that they um, have that, and it goes through them, and so and then it just connects right to our, web, our website.
0: Yeah, they, they use Wirecast uh, as the service that they use to, to send stuff to. Yeah, I got you. Just because I was there Wednesday night, so I was asking some of these questions already. Very cool. Kay, how are things happening in your world? Uh, how are you guys able to do ministry there? Is it is it everything on Facebook right now, or is there some other things happening that you've learned from?
7: Um, can you hear me first?
0: Gotcha.
7: Okay, good. Yes, um, everything right now is just Facebook. Thankfully, we have a millennial on our staff. So she's the one who kind of is getting all of the, uh, the church stuff up at the church for them. Uh, I don't know if this week that she's going to be able to go up there. Um, they did last week for the first time. I think they kind of got it figured out now. Right now everything is just Facebook. Um, but we do a lot of WhatsApp here. Um, yeah. And so I don't know what all platforms are available on that. And I have people here in Europe asking me all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I don't really use that. Um, so I guess I need to find out so I can have answers. Um, but yeah, so Facebook is working for us, most, mostly for our parents. Um, and then the connection, everybody was super excited. This week, I kind of built it up throughout the week, kept sending messages and telling them this Sunday we're going, this Sunday we can't wait for you to be with you. Um, and it was great to have the response back from the parents telling me their kids have watched throughout the week. Some of them have watched several times during the week. Um, we've kept it private within our private Facebook group. We haven't, I haven't shared it publicly. I've shared it in private groups, but not publicly. Um, I don't know if I should or not. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we have the thing about music, um, as far as kids things, um, Yancey and jumpstart three have both given permission to use their things online, but they've got guidelines requiring you to do certain things in order to use their music if you've purchased um those things so those would be places to if you if you've got jumpstart three or yancey for sure they've got guidelines and free stuff out there that are stuff that you can use you can do it for us we are just doing i'm just looking up songs on youtube and then posting on our page with the links um for those that says that hey These are some songs we're going to sing together this week with your kids. Go to YouTube, check them out, sing them with your kids. So I'm giving them ideas and songs, but a place to go to do it. So I don't have to worry about working hard and getting everything prepared and then them saying, nope, you can't upload that or it gets uploaded and then the music's not there and it's worthless anyways. Yes, high voltage has waived their copyright. So if you have high voltage curriculum from Brian Dollar, that's what we use. And um, it was great this week, but also in the upload that I did inside the student ministry page, I talked about it on this last thing, is that freebibleimages.org. If you um, don't have a curriculum, and maybe your teachers are always doing their own thing and whatever, um, and you don't have a full curriculum and full all that stuff, you can go to freebibleimages.org, download the... Um, Or just look up the lesson. So say it's the Ten Commandments. You can Google or search there the Ten Commandments and then look up which set of images you want to use. And the images do not come with with words. So you can, like I did with iMovie, I voiced over it um, with the story. So you can voice over it with the story or you can add them yourself, whatever you'd like to do. But that's a good place for those who are kind of low maintenance and don't have a lot of things just to get some images and tell the story. just be just simple.
0: Cool. Love it. Thank you. Great resource. I appreciate that. Thank you for that. And copyright is an issue that that we're all trying to process through this to make sure that you Mm -hmm. handle it right. Um, uh, You have both your CCLI and then you have CVLI, which is for your copyright for video licensing. And so you need to have that from my understanding. If Uh, Facebook or YouTube were to flag it if you have a if you have that license I think you can kind of push back on them and go we have the rights to to stream this Uh, they may ask for that license or whatever they may then let it go I've kind of heard some different reports on that and uh, Vimeo from what I understand is a platform that doesn't they just assume you have the rights if you're gonna if you're gonna play it they just assume you have the rights on it so uh, so that's an interesting thought there if anybody has a a a better understanding of the copyright licensing if you want to address that feel free to do the raise a hand thing here in a minute we can go back and and address that uh pastor dusty i see that you're still on listening. uh do you have any thoughts or comments about what you guys are doing over there at milton uh if so just unmute your your mic and uh feel free to share with us here we'll give you just a second to uh get back to your phone if you've wandered off if that's what uh if you would like to share. And then Pastor
2: Doug Savino, same with you.
8: We've left them
0: speechless. We've left them speechless. <laughs> they may just be listening. Joshua Zajack, are you <clears throat> online with us? Some may just be listening in or they've got it playing in the background while they're folding clothes somewhere. That's what I, I tend to do with some of these or podcasts. All right. Very good. Well, we'll, we'll come back. Uh, you're listening, but you're meeting with a student. Okay. Hey, thanks. Got that, Joshua. Appreciate it. Uh, not a problem. Um, well, listen, as we kind of get ready to come back, I know pastor Brian, you had some thoughts a minute ago. You wanted to share uh, some deliveries or things that you guys are going to do and address to kind of continue the care process during this. So do you want to share some of those ideas with us? And if anybody else has a question or something that you would like to uh, address before we get ready to to sign off, we certainly want to hit those questions drop them in the uh, in the chat or hit the raise a hand uh, feature and uh, we'd love to uh, would love to hear your thoughts if there's any other questions or any other ideas you want to throw out there
1: okay let me make sure I'm unmuted here yeah yeah yeah. yeah. okay just a few just a few thoughts and we've just been kind of going through is our team just leading the way you know, just leading the way forward, thinking through this unprecedented time. So uh, I just have four thoughts on just some different things uh, that I'll I'll just, I'll hit them really quick. Number one, your schools are doing feeding programs, and uh, we have found through our teachers that they are uh, desperate for help. Uh, So they, some of our teachers have reached out, man, can you provide volunteers as they're bringing students in, Uh, or can you can you transport food to a distribution point? Would you do that? Because not all the students have buses to come into the school. So they're having this amount of food, but the students don't have a way. So could you do that? Or uh, you know, could you transport like your church kids that you have permission or community kids that you might bring in anyway, could you transport them to the school? So we've been in contact with several schools trying to figure out what that looks like. Uh, but we determined that we had enough community interest. uh, So we're just going to kind of do a a feeding thing at our, at our church. We found a local business who is just desperate for some kind of money. So on Monday for 50 bucks, they're doing 100 pizzas that we're bringing to our church. We feel like we already have like 50 to 75 that we're preparing for. Now it's grab and go. You can't, you can't stay. So like community kids, we'll, we'll run our vans if we need to kind of help in this, in this crisis. So a lot of your local mom and pop shops that are really struggling right now would do will do anything, you know, just to get some kind of money. We're going to give them a little more than that. But they've said we'll do this every day, as long as we can. And then if we need to do bag lunches, we'll do it. So I'm just saying to you. There are opportunities in the schools right now. If you've got a teacher, if you've got a connection, just call and go, how can we, you know, uh, how can we serve? Also remember, all your students are at home. You know, your college students are at home. So our parents are are loving the idea of getting the kids out of the house and doing something, you know, for the greater good. So to us, it's an opportunity to do ministry, but it's also uh, uh, engaging our congregation as well, so that's just one thing. Just checking, uh, checking with your local school. Uh, the other part is don't cancel your Easter egg hunt yet. Now let's assume that Easter is going to be virtual and it's going to be remote, okay, or, or live stream, and it's going to be greatly affected. We had already bought a lot of our Easter supplies, so we were just like, okay, we'll just warehouse them. But you know, uh, we just started, we just started thinking through that, and we're doing. Uh, it, let's just say it's going to be remote, uh, but let's say they lift the 10, you know, so uh, we're going to do a box and provide families with plastic Easter eggs, candies, like so you can do your own home Easter egg hunt. We're going to do a, uh, a, a, an ideas list, how you can, you know, for maybe for an hour or 90 minutes, you know, entertain kids that you might invite from your neighborhood or from your church live close by, we're doing a Spotify playlist, so you can have some, you know, music going in the background, we have online service, you know, invites to the Easter service, we'll, we'll provide the stuff for the goodie bags, we'll get craft ideas, Easter story resources, you know, if needed, and then also, when we had to cancel our vendors uh, for our Easter egg hunt, they're like, hey, look, uh, we were telling them what we're going to be doing, they said, look, uh, man, if any of your any of your families you know would want to do it we'll do it half price i mean they're just like desperate in this moment so we'll provide that link if a family wanted to bring a bouncer in and do this but also it connects back to easter so a family could do this on the saturday before if they wanted to and invite people to come to their home for easter service the next day or they could do easter service and do an easter egg hunt after you know you can incorporate lunch so i'm just saying Don't just cancel it and, you know, warehouse your eggs, you know, for another year. There may be an opportunity, especially if we're going beyond the 10 to the 50 kind of gathering. There may be an opportunity to reconfigure that uh, for this year and do something, you know, do something cool at home. Uh, Third thing, I'll give it to you really quick. Uh, Josh and our students are going to start on Monday. We're picking three senior adults' homes and we're taking care packages to them. They can't get out. Hey, a lot of mine are you know, immunocompromised and there's fear. So we're taking care packages of just supplies and some granola bars and some water. We're gonna set it on their porch, ring the doorbell, wave at them, but say a prayer over them as well. It's a great way to make a personal connection for a senior adult to be really engaging you know, personally with them, but also it gives our students a way to do some ministry. Kind of, I mean, if we can't do more than 10, then we'll gather eight and we'll go minister to our senior adults and just love on them. So every day kind of when we're doing this feeding thing as well, then Josh and the students will kind of take off, hit two or three of our senior adults. They'll know in advance that we're coming. Just a connection point, but it's also an engagement point, you know, for our students as well. And then the last thing, just in talking to our vendors, when we're camp they're desperate for money so uh and and they're open to any way that you can use them so sometime this week we're paying an ice cream truck to come to the church and we'll pay for it and we'll announce it hey drive by Get ice cream, say hello, your church team. We'll respect all the social distancing and all of that, but we'll pay for it. Just come get some ice cream, say hello, get out of the house, let us let us wave at you, you know, pray with you if you have the opportunity. So we're gonna do that. We're still working out the day, but man, just come by the church, get an ice cream, say hello. So I'm just saying, like with some of your vendors, you may be surprised the opportunity that will be in front of you to to do some things. So those are just a few things that we're just kind of, you know, kind of emerging. And so we just want to maybe share those and, and, I'm open to your, your great ideas as well.
0: I love those. That's so creative. Thank you for uh, thinking outside the box and challenging us with just some things that we can do, uh, uh, man, to, to do something because we are kind of caught up and I, you know, we titled this zoom or I, did, I titled this zoom doing church in a virtual world, but man, you just added some still some physical, Contact, in a sense, in an appropriate way. Uh, you know, we're staying under that 10 kind of thing, but to allow for them to come grab some pizza or to come get an ice cream cone one day. And so there is a little bit of that interaction is happening on your campus. Yeah. So we're keeping people connected back to the local campus, which has been a concern. I know we've all talked about it a little bit. It's like, man, when this is said and done, have people lost the desire to come back to the local campus anymore? Uh, if you were a part of the Hurricane Michael, I mean, we have churches that are still struggling to get their families back into uh, you know, the church on Sunday from a year and a half ago. And so to have this right on top of that, that has been a, a large fear for some of them. So what a great idea to just do something that's gonna point them back to the local campus. It's, it keeps the staff and those people still in contact. It shows the community, we're not living in fear. We're not going into a hole. We're not, you know, hiding from everybody and everything and, uh, and just doing something really neat and creative on that, man. I, I really appreciate that. Um, pastor Doug Savino just chimed in a minute ago and said that, um, uh, you know, they're doing an Easter egg drive through families can drive through and receive their Easter bags uh, or their Easter eggs their devotionals for kids, some crafts, some church info. Uh, and then they're going to have some prize eggs where kids can come to church, uh, when we have the services and receive their prizes back from that, that's a great thought and a great idea. And uh, he also threw up uh, uh, somewhere above that too that we've talked about Clearstream as a tech service. There's several out there. He mentioned that they're using text in church, uh, and so that's a service for text slash email follow up. Uh, this that's been really good. And there's several out there that, that that we've thrown out in some other posts, but we can always address some of that. But uh, I love your idea of not canceling the Easter egg hunt, man. Let's resource our families how to do their own Easter thing there at the house. Um, I know some pastors have already started uh, looking at doing uh, some virtual communion with families and things like that as well. It uh, might be a time to do that. And so those are, those are really, really great ideas. And I'm trying to get that fourth point typed out here in a minute, just to kind of remind people what it was. Uh, but those are so good. Uh, are there any other, um, yeah, yeah, communion by drone i did see the i shared that meme a while back it showed a drone the communion played around i love it uh any other thoughts as we get ready we've been on here already an hour and 20 minutes and i so appreciate everybody's time and willingness to get on here and to and to learn from one another i've gotten some great feedback from others that were and listened in and, and that kind of thing they're getting some great ideas any other closing thoughts or ideas that somebody would like to uh to to address real quick before we get off yep okay go ahead i see that hand
7: Okay, yeah, I did just wanna say, being someone who is already quarantined for 13 days to my home, um, and with America being far behind where we are in those procedures and in those next steps that are gonna happen, if you want to know what it's gonna be like and what's going to be happening in America, watch what's happening in Europe. Watch what's happening in Italy. Um, Right now in Italy, they have just received notice they cannot leave their home. They cannot go for a walk and take their dog for a walk and all these things they thought were okay. They can't go out and go to the park and and enjoy the weather and enjoy the outside. And they live in apartment buildings like I do with no garden, things like that. So thankfully in America, we have backyards and we have places you can at least get in your own space. But also in the preparation for these things, what I've shared in our, in our uh, Europe region was don't cancel Easter. Don't, don't plan. Don't cancel those things and base it all on the calendar plan for it for when you are back to your regular scheduled programs. Um, So if it doesn't happen April 12th, it's not a big deal. It's okay. But um, just continue to plan for those, but know that it may be postponed from what we plan as Easter. Um, Because if America is moving in the same direction where we are, Right now, um, someone asked how do I get food. I'm on self quarantine um, because I flew to Poland and the day while I was there at a um, retreat, it was uh, there were some Italians there and I had the neck of uh, one of them and then the next day they left and then went um, to seclusion, then all of a sudden Italy was locked down the next day. So I've been on self-quarantine for that reason and not um, communicating with people myself. So I'm outside of the Hungarian quarantine. Um, so I'm not government quarantined right now. Right now, my, gov- my quarantine is to make sure I don't, I don't have anything um, that could pass on to anyone else. But Um, In in Madrid, it is locked down like in Italy. You have to have a letter to walk outside of your door that states why you're walking outside of your door You can't just walk your dog. You have to have a letter that states I walk my dog twice a day and you have to give excuses and all of these things It's only that way because people didn't follow the quarantine rules and they decided it's cool and we all just can hang out and however we want to get our families together So if people don't continue to follow the rules that the government's setting, it will become tighter. And I don't know that Americans know how to say (laughs) it's not our right. It's our right to do whatever we want to. But whenever the laws come down, it's going to look a lot harder. Um, And so just being prepared that if you are not able to leave your home other than to go buy groceries um, or to go to the pharmacy, because that's pretty much the rule in Madrid. In Italy right now, Madrid just got locked down more, but in Italy and Madrid, um, that's pretty much the rules right now. So if if you're thinking in terms of all these things we're going to do, also think in terms of if I myself as a pastor or the kid's pastor cannot leave my home, people cannot get in their cars and just come to the church and do all of these things, what are we going to do? What is the plan? Um, how can we still reach them which is the digital stuff that you're doing which is great but just thinking in terms of those things as well having a backup plan when if it comes to that point
0: great thoughts from someone on the other side who's living it out in real time and yeah i mean we're hearing some things um uh that you know when it comes to the possible two-week quarantines coming up i've heard things of uh you know, National Guard's already been activated in different areas. And it just kind of makes you wonder what we're kind of, you know, amping up for to prepare for. But anyway, but those are great thoughts, uh, Kay, on that. And thank you for, for just sharing on that. And yeah. Kay, are you feeling good? Are you healthy? You're you're still good, but you're just.
7: I'm on day 13. So I'm counting down to day 14 and day 15. That that it can be anywhere from 14 to 20 days so when people say two days and no symptoms you are good that's not the case five nine whatever it can be 14 to 20 so for me I'm just counting down to at least 20 that I know I don't wake up one day feeling absolutely horrible and I know it's all good so I I have trust in God and I have peace and I have faith to know that he's taking care of me but at the same time you know you wake up in the morning your throat's a little itchy and you're like, huh! What's going on? Am I okay? (laughs) Am I dying today? What's happening? You know, so those things like that can play with your mind, but you know, Mm -hmm. thankfully I know he's under, he's got it under control.
0: Amen. Very cool. Uh, I would say one final thought uh, when it comes to the student ministry world, both kids and youth, uh, during this time is, is the, make sure you set boundaries, uh, that you're following some social media boundaries, texting boundaries, uh, think groups, do things in groups. So if you're going to reach out to a kid privately, make sure if they're a minor that you either tag their parent in that post or tag a couple other kids, do things in groups. Uh, uh, Mark Ensminger, our national kid man, he was just doing a, a, a conference call with us yesterday, uh, this, the kid Men directors. And that was one of the points he brought out was just, hey, make sure you're reminding your leaders during this time. Be careful with this. Let's make sure we protect ourselves. Uh, we don't need something that, that happens that, you know, surfaces six months from now or even a couple years from now that points back to this time when everyone was kind of on a lockdown, uh, that something inappropriate took place or getting, getting blamed for. So let's just guard ourselves in that, make sure that we're using some, uh, some wisdom uh, with our leadership. And uh, so group messaging, group text, things like that that help protect you on that. Uh, Pastor Brian, any final thoughts as we get ready to wrap it up? And then if any of the youth guys want to hang out afterwards, we'll stop recording, give you guys some time to just chat uh, together about some things. That'd be great.
1: I, I would just say uh, this is not a time for heroes. This is not a time for silos. This is a time to reach out and to your church, but also reach out to other churches as well. Sunday, will probably be a historic day for the church. Probably more people will hear the gospel on Sunday, yeah. uh, in one in one 24-hour period than have ever heard at one 24-hour period in the in in the history of the gospel. So this is a time to help others, you know, come alongside of them, pray for them, especially. My heart is really for the church that's 50 and under that their pastor is even concerned about viability, you know, uh, and we just need to have a heart for that. I know everybody's got their own things that they're taking care of now, but, for their own church. And I I understand that and I'm doing the same thing as well. This is also about others. So it's not a time for heroes. It is a time for for collaboration, reach out to a a brother, sister and uh, minister to them, check on them. If you can answer questions for them, let's do that. But I I think that we, this time has been forced upon us and we need to uh, man, we need to, uh, I mean, there's certain restrictions, but also uh, the kingdom mandate, you know, to preach the gospel never stops. So sometimes it's altered a little bit. Paul's writing from prison sometimes, but he's still ministering to people. So this can be, it's going to be an unusual moment, but man, step into this moment, lead in this moment, and let's just see God do something great in our midst through a really, really difficult time.
0: So good. So good. Hey, Pastor Brian, thanks for being with us today. I know you're on your vacation and you're off with your family, but thank you for just taking time to be here and pour into the lives of these uh, other leaders and pastors and others that will listen to this recording. I've had several that have messaged me during this time saying, Hey, are you guys recording that? I'm sorry, I'm you know, we're, we're, we're not in a place of Wi Fi. We've got several rural churches, they just you know, they have satellite internet, and, and if they're not there, they can't get to it, so they're anxious to watch this down the road. And so, thank you for being with us, Pastor, to help kind of. Uh, host this uh, forum and uh, and to get some great ideas, uh, some very outside of the box, even out of the virtual thinking uh, area there. And I appreciate that. Thank you for everybody else that's joined in with us, and for those that listen uh, in the future, we're here for you. Uh, we are just uh, you know we're here to help each other out, as Pastor Brian alluded to. We are the kingdom, uh, and we are better together. Uh, not just a cliche. We really are better together, and we're here to service one another and uh, and during this time. And so we're just looking forward to seeing what God's going to do this Sunday. I'm with you, Pastor. I think it's going to be an incredible day, monumental day for the kingdom, and uh, just believing for great things. Thank you for sharing your contact, uh, Pastor, there. So if anybody uh, needs and wants to reach out to him personally, brian at gctlh.org. Feel free to do that, b-r-i-a-n at gctlh for tallahassee.org, and uh, he'd be glad to help you as well as any of us. Thanks so much, I'm going to hit end recording, and then for those, uh, some of you youth guys, if you want to hang around for a minute and chat, feel free to do that. But we love you all. We're praying for you guys doing great things in the West Florida District and in the kingdom. And, man, I can't wait to hear some incredible testimonies,
2: especially after Sunday. God bless.